welcome to the Holistic Baby and Toddler Sleep Podcast. I'm your host, Georgina Winderbank, a qualified naturopath, a holistic sleep consultant, a mother to a little boy, and I have been pregnant four times. At the Holistic Sleep Project and through my membership, The Sleep Collective, I have helped countless families locally and internationally resolve their sleep issues, which affect not just babies and toddlers, but the entire family unit and how smoothly it functions. My approach is unique as it is completely holistic, just like the naturopathic philosophy. Naturopathy and holistic sleep together create a deeper understanding between the philosophy of sleep and its relationship to other crucial parts of child development. In this podcast, you will learn plenty of solutions and gain an abundance of knowledge so you can confidently tackle any sleep challenge that comes your way. These discussions will address child sleep as well as nutrition, emotional well-being, resilience and experiencing family loss and trauma. This is an informative, thought-provoking podcast about pregnancy, parenting and of course sleep. I am so glad you're here as we navigate together one of the toughest jobs in the world and reduce sleep deprivation in the process. Let's get started. Welcome to the Holistic Baby and Toddler Sleep Podcast. I am so glad that you're here because today I'm going to be talking about something really, really common and really, really important, and that is the two most common mistakes that parents make with their little one's night wakes. This is a bonus episode, and I'm going to be talking a little bit about night waking, and then I'm going to be giving you an amazing solution that I have created in regards to night wakes and many more things that you have probably been waiting for. So when it comes to the two most common mistakes that parents make with their little one's night wakes, there are two things out of probably eight reasons that I have picked out as the most common things that can go wrong when we're talking about recurrent night wakes with our babies and toddlers. And the first one of those common issues that can result in night wakes is overtiredness which comes from a problem with a little one's sleep totals as well as the sleep distribution throughout the day, which then impacts the night. So let's break this down a little bit. So when I'm talking about sleep totals, I'm talking about the amount of day sleep or night sleep or a combination, the day and the night, that a baby or toddler needs in order to feel rejuvenated and rested And the amount of sleep totals that a baby or toddler needs is obviously dependent on their age as well as an individual in itself. So if we were talking about a four-month-old, we might be looking for four hours of day sleep or four and a half hours of total day sleep. If we were talking about a seven-month-old, we might need three hours or three and a half, depending on their age and then their individual requirements. Although we need a certain amount of day sleep for a baby and toddler of any age, it's also about the distribution of this sleep through the day. So in the morning after they wake up, we are building sleep pressure through that awake time and then the sleep pressure is taken off with that first nap and then it's building again going into the second nap and then it's taken off and then it's building going into the third nap if they're having a third nap and into bedtime and so on. And then it's also building towards bedtime and we're not wanting enough sleep pressure that we get a really good long rejuvenating sleep overnight as well. So the distribution of sleep is also just as important, in my opinion, as the sleep totals that you need for your baby. Now, what I find happens is that 
when I meet families and I'm working with them one-on-one or when they join the membership, the sleep collective is both of these are off. So the amount of sleep is usually lower. They're not getting enough day sleep for what they need for their age. And the distribution is not spaced out correctly. That doesn't necessarily mean that we want even increments. So if we're talking about a four-month-old, we might need a two-hour nap, a two-hour nap, and a 30-minute nap. It's not divided into three just because we're having three naps. There are many factors that indicate why we might have longer naps at different parts of the day. But we need to make sure that it's distributed correctly for an optimal result. So when we don't have enough day sleep and it's not spaced correctly, I often find that that presents as an overtired picture. So I will often meet families who might have catnapping going on. So they're having 30, 40 minute day naps. They might be having three of those in that same age bracket, let's say. And instead of getting their four hours of day sleep, they're getting three short catnaps. Or if we're looking at, a, let's say, a eight month old and we're needing three hours of day sleep, they might only be getting two total hours of day sleep. So they're always in sleep deficit, which means that they're overtired often going into the next nap, but also going into bedtime. Now, if you've got a child that's overtired going into bedtime, then they may be difficult to get to sleep, which means they may need more intervention, so more rocking, more padding, a couple of times having a feed to try and get them to actually go to sleep, and then they're probably going to wake, or they might also have false starts, which is waking in that early part of the night, and then they're also going to have most likely multiple night wakes. So you can see how the importance of having correct sleep totals as well as sleep distribution throughout their day then impacts night. So one of the core reasons of the eight core reasons that I've identified for night waking is overtiredness. And that comes down to this concept of having the right sleep totals in a 24-hour period for your little one, as well as having the sleep distributed correctly throughout the day to support rejuvenating sleep, to prevent overtiredness, and to be right in that sweet spot in terms of rest. And this not having enough sleep is often because, firstly, parents may not know the amount of sleep their little one requires in order to not be overtired. They definitely usually don't know the distribution as well. And they may not know that that is a factor in what creates overtiredness, but definitely what creates night wakes. So that's the first thing that parents may not know, which is one of the first things that could be going wrong and why you're getting plenty of night wakes with your baby or toddler. The second one, which I think is really common as well when it comes to what parents might be doing to either exacerbate night wakes or contributing to their little one's night wakes, is over-responding. Now, when it comes to responding overnight, It's definitely about the type of noises that they're making and whether we need to go to those noises. So when I meet families, they are responding a lot. They are responding to any noise, all noise, a lot throughout throughout the night. Now, if you understand what each of the cries mean and you're really comfortable with that concept, then it might be okay to step back and not respond as much as you are. But it's really important that you have everything set up optimally so that you don't have many night wakes and you don't have long periods of night wakes. And that's where my five stages to successful sleep comes in because we look at the foundations of sleep so that everything's 
set up beautifully and then you're not going to have many night wakes. And if you do, then it's probably going to be because they need a feed or a really genuine reason. The other element to the over-responding part is usually parents are responding a lot because the child is needing something to get to sleep. So they're responding a lot with that response because that's the only way the parents can get the little one back to sleep. So if they have a baby of six months old and they're dependent on the breast to get to sleep and that's the only way they can get to sleep and back to sleep, then it's most likely that mum is doing that over and over during the night. A lot of parents are doing what I call the dance, which is that trying basically everything over and over to try and get their little ones to sleep. It could be day or night. So they might be going in, they're hearing crying, picking up, holding them, putting down, leaving the room, coming back, picking up. They're drowsy now once they're in arms, so they're putting them back down. They go to sleep. They wake up 40 minutes later. Mum goes in, feeds them. They're asleep. They leave the room. They come back in. Dad tries some padding. It just goes round and around and around, and it's a bit of a mess because it's the middle of the night. Parents are exhausted and you're doing absolutely anything you can to just try and get your little one back to sleep so you can go back to sleep. So often parents are over-responding or responding a lot because the problem is is that the child needs something to get back to sleep and to sleep in the beginning of the night. So these responses are happening over and over and over again because that's the only way that the child will go back to sleep. And one thing I forgot to mention around the first one that I listed about the top mistake that families may be making around their little one's night wakes, when it comes to sleep totals and distribution as well as overtiredness, another really common element to that is having a big awake time before bedtime. So that may be for a variety of reasons, whether they can't fit in another nap whether their parents are just not aware that they need to be sticking to certain awake times at certain ages. But often that is part of the picture as well is a series of catnaps through the day or not getting enough day sleep that their child requires and then have a big whopping bedtime, oh, sorry, a big whopping awake time going into bedtime. That's another contributing factor to our first mistake that parents might be waking. So you might be in this situation where you're either not sure about your child's requirements for sleep and their sleep totals are off and so is the distribution throughout the day or perhaps you're over-responding because you don't like crying, you're not really sure which cry means what or your child requires a lot of intervention to actually get to sleep so you're having to respond a lot through the night. So I wanted to give you a little snapshot of what we discussed at my recent Night Waking Masterclass And those are two of the eight reasons that we discussed at the masterclass, which I had a massive turnout for, about why our little one's night wakes are happening, what the causes are, what's age appropriate. And, of course, I presented a solution at that masterclass, which I want to fill you guys in on. The solution is I am launching a program basically now called the Holistic Sleep Program for four to nine-month-olds. So if you're experiencing or if you resonate with either of these reasons for night waking for your four to nine month old, or you were on the masterclass and you identify with the eight reasons that I went through, then this program is for you. If your little one is in that four to nine month old age bracket, you might be struggling with rolling in the cot, which is disrupting their sleep. You might be getting plenty of cat naps throughout the day. 
you might experience early rising. They may have a sleep crutch, which they are dependent on to get to sleep. And this is no longer working for you or your little one. So it's taking longer and longer to get them to sleep. They may finally get to sleep using that sleep crutch, but then they wake up soon after. Or as I discussed in the early part of this podcast, they may not be getting the sleep totals that they require. So you might have an overtired bubba who's just always overtired, going into bed overtired, so difficult to settle, heaps of night wakes. You might not even know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about sleep totals. You might need to know more about that. And you might have, as I said, an overtired child. So these are just some of the things that we touch on in the program. So if any of these are relevant to you, this program is for you. These things that I've mentioned are just the tip of the iceberg of the five stages to successful sleep that we go through within this new program that is just being released today. So it's a small group that I will be accepting just a small amount of mamas into this group and you want to grab your spot before the doors close. The doors are only open for a certain period of time to the 18th of August and you want to make sure that you grab your spot. But let me tell you a little bit more about it first. So there are a lot of things that happen in this age group developmentally like crawling, sitting, solids, sleep regressions, and these can all affect our little one's sleep. This is often when things go backwards. Perhaps things were never really that great in terms of sleep or perhaps things have really gone backwards for your little one in this age bracket. You might also be returning to work and they may be starting some form of care or childcare, and that's really important to set that up to make sure that sleep is optimal with those big changes. So within the program, we will be working with the framework of my Five Stages to Successful Sleep, and as a qualified naturopath and a holistic sleep consultant, this is the five stages that I go through, depending on the age bracket that we're talking about, to make sure that we're ticking off absolutely everything that she's contributing to your sleep challenges that you're currently having and will have in the future. So within the program, the Holistic Baby Sleep Program, we're going to understand sleep patterns and scheduling to suit your baby's needs. I'm going to give you some holistic tools to enhance sleep. We're going to really develop your confidence around your child's sleep as a mum. This is one of the biggest things I come across is that mummers just don't feel confident and when things start to unravel, it really shakes their confidence. So I want to make sure that you feel really empowered and know what to do the next time a sleep challenge comes up for your little one. We're also going to improve baby and parent connection because this is so crucial to having successful sleep and we have a supportive mama community. So within the holistic baby sleep program, you're going to have mamas who are in the same age bracket as you with your little ones. They're going to be just like you struggling with the things that you are struggling with as well. And there is something amazing about uniting together as you all struggle through the same things and find solutions and empowerment along the way. This program is for you if you have a four to nine month old and you want more sleep. If you want to be empowered about why your little one is struggling with sleep and solving these sleep issues, this program is for you. If you want to know that you can come to a place and be surrounded by other mothers who are 
struggling with the same things that you are, this program is for you. If you want to make sure that you're armed with knowledge so that the next time they go through a sleep challenge of any sort, you have the knowledge behind you to overcome those obstacles really easily, this program is for you. If you want to stop scrolling and asking questions and comparing yourself to other mamas and looking at websites and so many different places that you can get sleep info and you just want to come to one place which is reputable and covers everything for this specific age group, this program is for you. It's going to be delivered to you in six weeks and the content is video and written and you can access that on your phone, on the go, whenever you want to. So I'm not into putting more pressure on you. There's enough going on for mamas in this age group and any mama, any new mama. It is not about trying to give you more pressure and putting time pressures on you, but just giving you really reliable, awesome information to help you for what you're going through right now. So it's going to be there for you to access and you can do it in your own time while you're still holding your baby while you're going for a pram walk, whatever it may be. We're also going to have live calls for 60 to 90 minutes each week during the six weeks where I'm going to answer all of your questions so you stay on track. It's really important that I think there's this awesome element to the program because you will have questions and you want them answered. You want to know how you can stay on track and keep moving forward with your little one's sleep. So I want you to just sit back in your chair, wherever you are, and I want you to imagine this. I want you to imagine sitting down with your partner at the end of the day and having a glass of wine or a cup of tea and talking about your day without needing to go back in those first hour or so to resettle your little one or to attend to them repeatedly overnight. I want you to imagine that During the day, you can put your little one down and calmly they go to sleep and they sleep long, rejuvenating naps based on their age rather than you having to go in and settle and resettle and finish off naps in arms or doing pram walks because it's the only way they'll go to sleep or the car, it's the only way they'll go to sleep and imagine yourself being able to have that time to do the housework that you need to do to call a friend or family member that you want to, to watch some trashy TV that you're into. I want you to imagine that. I want you to imagine that your baby is such a fabulous sleeper that you can easily have someone to babysit and mind them so you and your partner can go out to dinner, that they will easily and calmly go to sleep in different environments, in a port at friends' houses, at family members' houses, when you travel overseas, sleep is such an easy thing for your baby. I want you to imagine that at night when you pop your baby down, you can go to the gym if that's what you want to do and your partner can take over, but it is a breeze for them as well. I want you to imagine that all the guesswork is taken out. You're not looking at them for tide signs and wondering when they're meant to go to sleep and then they only do a short nap. All the stress and all the anxiety and the overwhelm and the confusion is now being taken out regarding your four to nine month old's sleep. And imagine this, you put your little one down to sleep and they sleep through the night and wake at a reasonable hour in the morning, like 6 or 7am. They may wake for a feed or two depending on their age, 
but they also may sleep through the night without waking and wake up so refreshed in the morning. All of this is totally possible with the Holistic Sleep Program for four to nine-month-olds. This could be you. So if you want to know more and you want to come and join us for the program, which is kicking off on Wednesday, the 23rd of August, then I want you to head, the probably the best place to go to to join us for this program is my link in the bio in on Instagram or in the show notes. It'll have the link for you to sign up to the program as well. I absolutely cannot wait to walk this group of mamas through that have four to nine month olds and improve sleep and get the whole family more sleep because there is nothing better than a family who functions really smoothly and really effectively and the partners get on and they're on the same page and a happy baby who eats well, sleeps well. It is going to be awesome. So I will see all of you in the Holistic Sleep Program really, really soon. If you enjoyed this episode, learned something or felt moved by a topic that was discussed, please share it with another parent who you think would enjoy this episode. Also, don't forget to leave a review on the platform where you listen to this podcast so more families can be empowered about their child's sleep. Make sure to follow me on Instagram so you can get more sleep tips that will help you improve your child's sleep today and head to my website if you would like to work one-on-one with me. Until next time, happy sleeping.